0: Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we're talking about, <laughs> and this is not my suggestion for a podcast because it was really, really hard to pick out 10 top remedies, okay? <laughs> when I say that, I thought, oh yeah, this would be an easy podcast. Yeah, right. I had to actually sit down and really, really think oh my goodness, how do I choose only 10 remedies? But I did it, okay? I finished choosing just 10 remedies, and I, I, I put the situations and when you would use these remedies on this printable, and, and then I, I'm like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. I have to add to this. <laughs> so what I did was we're going to talk about the top 10 remedies that I consider very, very useful and essential to have with you. If you have to travel or go somewhere, throw in your diaper bag, um, if, if you can only have 10 remedies. I mean, we have a starter kit that has 16 remedies in it, and I just love it, okay? And it just, it's, it's a great starter kit. But when I put that one together, I have to admit, I had to look at, you know, what would I, what would I want on hand if my child started running a fever or whatever? And this is more of a travel type, top 10, okay? Like the most important remedies that I think everyone should carry with them and never be without and So then I like I said, so we're gonna talk about those ten remedies and then I'm gonna sneak in there and I'm gonna add eight more <laughs> just because it, It's just so basic for healthcare. care. Uh, I say healthcare. It's it's so basic for like a kit And then I actually go on and I'm going to talk about what maybe you could even throw in your kit to make it a first-aid kit right uh, I know we did this, I did this years and years ago, um, and I am on. I honestly, I'm going to have the girls find that link to the podcast that I did years and years ago, and we'll compare it. <laughs> you can listen to both of them and say, okay, that was exactly what she said before, or you're going to say, no, she added a couple more things. You know, it's going to be fun, because I didn't go back to look, to see what else I talked about, but when I was asked to do the top 10 remedies, I thought, okay, I can do this. <laughs> All right, so what I've done is I've taken my favorite remedies and I'm just going to talk about them. When I say my favorite remedies, these are remedies honestly I could not live without. And so when it comes to traveling, I will say that it's important to have um, a basic potency on hand that you can use for any situation. And the consensus for basic use in first aid for acute situations is a 30C potency. Now, everyone knows I love low potencies to complete the cure. So like if someone has a strain or a sprain or a break, or they've had surgery, um, I do like to complete healing with a lower potency, um, like say an X potency. I love X potencies, but I do carry 30Cs with me for just a basic acute situation. So 30 C, anywhere from 6 C to 6, 15 Cs are also good. 5, you know, 6 C, 15 C, 7 C, 30 C, all really, really good for acute situations. Uh, if the situation has, has provoked an emotional response, this is when a 200 is a really good potency, a really good general potency. And when I say has provoked an emotional response, it's like if there's been a severe fright or shock or... Um, trauma that's that's upset them deeply, um, an emotional trauma, then a 200 can be a really good potency to have on hand. So we'll kind of talk about the different potencies with each particular remedy as we go down the list here. Um, And so you know I guess it's up to you. (laughs) You can either just put just a 200 in your kit or have a 30C and a 200. Um, I'll try and let you know which one I think would be the most useful to have on hand for, um, the only one I'm going to say a 200 in is aconitum. So, um, but the, I would say a 30C in the rest of them, possibly a 6C for graveolens when we get down to the very bottom. But anyway, it's really, it's just really interesting that with a 30C, you can do just about anything. But I always say, use whatever potency you have on hand, okay? Also in acute situations, the remedy may be repeated and uh, people want to know how often can I give it or how often should I give it? And I cannot tell you guys this enough because there there is no set rules for how often to dose your patient okay I as a mom a busy busy mom I found that because my homeopath would say you can give this remedy because if it was an acute situation he would say you could give this remedy anywhere from three two to three times a day all the way up to seven times a day um, he says but But I found that when I was treating my children, I usually put them out, you know, because I'm a firm believer, and you just put them on the sofa, or you put them in bed, you can put on a movie for them, or you can put on some soft music, and make sure they have their mineral water, you know, next to them, or whatever. If you're traveling, you're not going to, you know, you know, who knows, you might might be up in the mountains, or you might be camping, or something, you just put them on the softest rock you can find, right, (laughs) and take off your jacket and cover them up. But I always found that my children would intuitively and I understand this more after taking my class with Dr. Carol Phillips about innate intelligence how the body will just it will say "Um, when do you think I should take that remedy again mom and whenever they said that I knew it was time for them to take the remedy again and oddly enough the patient will indicate if they need it if they're super super in a lot of pain then you're just going to keep giving it you know that 30c every few minutes until that pain tones down a little bit but for the most part, innate intelligence will speak up and say, do you think I should take it again? Or should I take it again? Or <laughs> mom, when do you think I should take it again? And that's when I, I, I give it again. Okay. So the first remedy um, of our 10 <laughs> is aconitum, our wonderful aconite. And this remedy you should definitely carry in a 200 because when aconitum is needed, it's usually a kind of a panic situation there's been a fright or a fear, or there's been an exposure. So when I say exposure, like uh, to heat or cold, dry winds, um, in ca- occasionally in intense hot weather, uh, aconite can really be a good um, remedy for that. It's always accompanied when the need for aconitum is in the air, there's always a fear or a fright and anxiety. And the, this is the type of fear where they, are so, they can be so afraid that they think they're going to die. And, and you look at the situation and you know that it that it's they're not gonna die they're gonna be fine but oddly enough when people are in tremendous shock or a tremendous they've had a tremendous fright they can actually die from that shock so aconitum 200 is going to quickly bring them right back to where they should be so that they can think I've had people email and say um, oh my goodness <laughs> you know they'll they'll say they have, they have a disease or their spouse has a disease. Lyme is one that really sends a lot of people into a severe panic. And I'll tell them, go take your Aconite 200 and then come back and talk to me again when you're ready to talk. And so they'll do that and then they can think. I had my first experience with taking Aconite when my son was really, really ill here not too long ago. And I, I actually got afraid. And it, I, I didn't feel like I was going to die. But I knew there was a possibility that he could die. And, and I would just start to like, just, I can't explain it. I would just feel like my chest was rumbling and I couldn't think. And I would say to him, I, I, I need to take a remedy. <laughs> and so I would take, and all I had on me, all I had in my little kit at that time was echinacea 30X and lo and behold, it did, it worked wonders for me. So like I say, you always take whatever potency you have on hand. And so I'd take it and then I'd give it to him too, because I assumed that my fright was affecting him whether it was or not i don't know because i couldn't think straight (laughs) so but i gave him the remedy and we got through it you know together anyway so aconite we don't think about this very often but it's um it's also really good for a hemorrhage especially um, in cases where there's been a great fear or shock that goes along with the hemorrhage it's great for (laughs) and we don't think about this but we say urine retention of infants um, it can also be excellent for older persons, anyone who, ha- who just feels like they can't pee. Uh, and oddly enough, it can be simply something, is there, they could be suppressing a fright or a shock of some sort, and they just cannot relax enough to pee. I have found this in a wonderfully, wonderfully helpful remedy when I'm potty training, okay? So it's any, any type of shock, and what you think is a shock, somebody else might think, oh, that's a stupid reason to be scared, you know? (laughs) So we have to really look at it from, you know, look at the symptoms because we can't know someone else's mind. I think that's the hardest thing for us to understand is that we think, we impose our will on others and we think we know what they're going through. We think we understand what their fright might be or their shock. We don't. You cannot live in someone else's skin and you certainly don't understand what's going on in their mind. So that's why homeopathy is so wonderful. We just treat the symptoms. They might not even know that they've had a shock, but if they are, are have, displaying symptoms and they have a, a fear, just give them the remedy. So and like I said, this is probably, this is a great remedy to have on hand for um, you know the, those emergency site type situations or just to travel with because you never know what you're going to come up against. Okay, apis is the number two remedy I have in this little very, very important kit, because apis, oddly enough, is the number one remedy, or the t- it's the number two remedy for anaphylactic shock. It's the number one remedy when it comes to, like, the swelling. So, like, if somebody has an allergy, a regular allergy for swelling, um, whether it be external or even internal, line, you know, internal linings of the pericardium, um, hot swollen sinuses even we call it the envelope so the linings which hold something else intact so um, if there's swelling inflammation apis is a wonderful remedy to help reduce the edema or the swelling a lot of times if someone gets stung by a bee they'll swell right up and they'll be kind of a watery shiny red hot appearance this is when you think of apis but again it's also really really good for any internal um, swelling. Um, cystitis, it's an excellent excellent remedy for cystitis or acute nephritis. Um, and like I said, anytime there's too much um, like fluid, don't give it in anything lower than a 30C. So I do recommend APIS be, be carried in a 30C. Um, you can give it, have it, you know, 200 is a really good remedy. 200 is a really good potency to have on hand as well and for young people, but 30C is excellent, an excellent middle of the road potency. And I, like I said, I have all this information on this little printable that the members will have in their members corner this, this week. And I just really appreciate, I really appreciate being able to put these little printables out for our members. So that way they don't email back and say, what was that remedy you were talking about? (laughs) Okay. So our number one remedy was aconitum. Our second remedy is apis. And apis is insect. Bites, bee stings, even you know the swollen, red, hot mucous membranes, like if they, they have the, the glottis edema in the back of the throat, um, anything where there's red, watery swelling with that's of the linings or any part of the body that's the skin, the internal linings, apis is a wonderful remedy. Okay, and our number three remedy here is arnica, of course, arnica. Is probably the number one remedy on the planet that you never want to be without ever ever ever. You guys have all heard my head injury stories uh, with my daughter. Arnica is a lifesaver. It it really does save lives. Uh, I say thirty C to have on hand for injury or thir- I even thirty X because that's you know um, a wonderful a wonderful healing potency. 30c is going to be a little bit higher. So if there is some sort of a trauma uh, physical trauma as well that um, They're they're mentally having to deal with then a 30c is a, a really good remedy now my daughter obviously she was in a coma so she had no There was no shock to deal with mental shock. So um, in this case in most cases a 30c is a really good potency um, I know a lot of uh, people will ask should we always give like if you know, there's been a shock or a trauma and they have the kind of arnica where they feel real stoic, or they have the injury, yet they feel stoic. That's the arnica shock, where aconitum is they feel like they're going to die or they're afraid they're going to die. Arnica is like, oh no, I'm okay. But they're still in shock and they can still drop dead. You <laughs> you want to give, um, you, yes, you can give a hair a potency, but like I said, 30C is a fantastic potency, general potency for acute situations. Anytime there's injuries, bruises, shock, muscle soreness, fatigue, um, seizures from head injury, um, it's, it's the, you wanna think of Arnica. You always wanna give Arnica anytime there's been a trauma. You can give Arnica and then you can go on to something else if there's a tendon involved or a broken bone or something like that, but always give Arnica first. And 200C, like I said, you can give right away, but if you only can carry one, 30C is the potency I would definitely choose. Okay, and like I said, arnica is the number one remedy, I think, in the world to have on hand. (laughs) Okay, another really important remedy to always have on hand, especially nowadays, because um, we are exposed to so many toxins all around us. Arsenicum, arsenicum album is our number four remedy, and it's the first remedy you're going to reach for if someone has suspected food poisoning or they have a gastroenteritis, we, we, they, their tummy, they have a really bad stomach ache. Uh, with arsenicum, they might say that, oh, everything burns. I, My stomach, it, it almost feels like it just burns and it hurts. This is also a really good remedy for like snow. Like if someone has snow conjunctivitis, they've been out and the... The glare of the snow, none of you people down south have to worry about this, but um, mountain sickness, it's really good for mountain sickness as well, heart failure, asthma, and shock. And it's kind of interesting because arsenicum, they used to, I remember reading one time that for pack horses that would go into the mountains, the old timers would give them a penny's weight, a horse, a penny's weight worth of arsenic because it would open up their breathing. their All of their lung capacity would just open right up so that they could breathe more easily in the thin air. So it's really good remedy for mountain sickness as well. Anytime a person needs this remedy, they always feel tend to feel anxious or jittery. I know I had someone call the other day, and it was for a baby, and they said that the baby was just so, so restless. He was sick and restless. And I said, is he thirsty? She's the mom said, yes. And I said, for large amounts or small amounts? Oh, just small amounts of water. And so I, I told her to give the arsenicum. It was, it's a fantastic flu remedy as well. So like I said, it's the first one I reach for, with I suspect food poisoning. And in this top 10 remedies, we don't have the other remedies that I would choose from, but potophyllum is one that I would reach for after arsenicum failed or Veratrum, one of those two remedies, depending on the symptoms for food poisoning or um, you know suspected toxic poisoning. But Arsenicum is so amazing. This is the remedy, if you've heard me talk about this, you've heard me talk about it. Given with activated charcoal, pills shoved down an animal's throat, or even a child's throat, get him to swallow it. <laughs> you don't have to shove it down the throat. Um, but I always give charcoal, activated charcoal, along with arsenicum. And dogs who have eaten poison and are already frothing at the mouth and walking in circles, we've we've saved animals because arsenicum is so effective at telling the body to get rid of those harmful toxins. It's, it's amazing. I, I cannot stress it enough. So it's really important. And when you feel as though you've... It's the remedy you give if you feel you've been exposed to something toxic. It's just... It's so amazing. I just love it. Okay, moving on. (laughs) That was number four, folks, our Seneca album. Number five is, and this is not in, um, these are in alphabetical order, not in the order of importance, okay? (laughs) Just so we understand that. Belladonna. Belladonna is um, so, so amazing. It's what we call the great viral interrupter. And if you suspect you've been exposed to a virus, a real virus, okay, not a fake one, (laughs) okay if you feel like you've been exposed to a virus this is the remedy you want to take it it, these are the types of viruses that will come on suddenly like you say um there's usually a few symptoms that you'll see like the cheeks will get real red maybe the ears will get red the eyes will dilate and become real bright looking um this is a really good remedy for um, and someone might look like that if they have just have they've experienced sunstroke um, it's what we call con- the congestive remedy or congestive fever, migraine headaches. Uh, when we take Belladonna, what happens is if we have a virus, we've been exposed to a virus, and the eyes have dilated, when the eyes dilate, you know that also other things within the body are starting to dilate, okay? So you have sphincters that are dilating and different things that are happening, and they'll start to, they might sweat, they'll have, that's why the, the cheeks flush, because the um, all of the capillaries are expanding. So if you take belladonna, belladonna tells the body to shrink those conge- the the venous system and shrink the pupils of the eyes and have everything go back everything goes back to where it's supposed to be. It just tells the body get rid of this virus, get rid of these symptoms and so it's just an amazing remedy for any situation like that. On the other hand, the flip side of this wonderful coin, if someone has um like stones, kidney stones, and they are trying to pass a kidney stone, you can take the belladonna 30C, is the potency I suggest, and that will help to open and di- to dilate the sphincters that we want to dilate so that it'll take a three millimeter sphincter and it can dilate it up to 10 millimeters to help the body pass stones. I We had, um, and that's why I always suggest that people take the belladonna when they're doing any sort of liver or kidney Gallbladder flush or kidney flush, because it will just it will help the body be able to move the calculi through the sphincters as it's leaving the body. So it's this is a super super amazing remedy, and I know I've talked about this so often. I don't want to be redundant, but belladonna is the num the uh, one of the remedies, top ten remedies to always have on hand. And there's all there can be bright red hemorrhage as well, if. The um, and high blood pressure is a famous remedy for high blood pressure if the symptoms fit, and again that would be you would be working with a homeopath in that situation because they would be able to, um, they would be able to know you better and they'll say ah yep this is belladonna would be a good remedy for you or they'd find something else. Okay, number six is cantharis, and it was really really hard for me because there's other burn remedies. Costicum is a really good burn remedy as well. <laughs> Um, We have, yeah, there's other burn remedies, but cantharis is, uh, we think of this one for burns and blisters, Uh, cystitis. It's a fantastic remedy for cystitis. And you never know if you're traveling, you've gotten dehydrated and you have a tendency towards um, bladder or urinary tract infections. This is a really good remedy to have on hand. It's excellent for extreme burns all the way to the third degree. Um, Even if it's acid uh, or welding burns with excruciating pain, Um, You can take the homeopathic remedy, and I will tell you that I do suggest as well that everyone carry um, calendula tincture in a first aid kit if they're, you know, going to be gone away from home for a long time to help dress the wound, the external wound. The cantharis is amazing. It is so famous for just taking the burn right out of the injury, the pain as well. Okay, number seven. Moving right along here because I've got so much I want to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to stick to the top ten here, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna get carried away. Okay, um, number seven, and this is a remedy that um, for it's called Cocculus indicus, and it's great for car sickness, seasickness, exhaustion from lack of sleep. All right. So I chose this one rather than Tabacum. Tabacum is another really good. Um, seasick remedy. There's actually quite a few of them, but cocculus and is my favorite because it is so wonderful If there's like that lack of sleep jet lag type of thing It's just amazing and it really does help most people with car sickness or you know that they get sick on the boat seasickness um, It's remedied like I said to be considered uh, In times of fatigue as well and when I say fatigue, it's the great nurse would call the caregivers remedy if you've been caring for a sick one um, a sick child or a sick spouse or a house full of sick kids and you haven't been getting your rest and you're exhausted there can actually be a lot of um, health issues that will come up when you finally are not running on adrenaline anymore taking care of your loved ones and then you can start then you can just crash calculus will help to keep you from crashing um, okay and like I said if I know, of course, I have people, like my daughter-in-law is going to be going to Australia again shortly, and I, uh, you can be sure I'm sending this remedy with her. (laughs) Okay, Hypericum is our eight remedy. It's, um, Hypericum is for short nerve pain. It's, we think of it whenever there's a puncture wound, simply because when there's a puncture wound, that means tetanus could possibly enter the body. That's the only way tetanus can actually get into the body, is if there's a puncture wound and oddly enough this is the homeopathic remedy that James Compton Burnett gave us for tetanus James Compton Burnett's cure for tetanus so we always give it in alternation hypericum and leadum alternating cuz leadum ad- addresses the actual puncture wound and hypericum addresses the the nerve pain and the threat of tetanus it's just it's a remedy that i always always um, give if there's been an injury because this when you give a hypericum you don't have to give painkillers it's it's so amazing if I know there's been inflammation like um, I say inflammation if I know there has been you know the injury is causing inflammation you know that where the tissue the everything is swelling and um, inflamed I will give fenicane which is a combination of like boswellian frankincense and curcumin or um, turmeric and so then i will give the i will give the fenicane to really help bring down the inflammation but i'll tell you what uh, hypericum also is so amazing for actual pain um it's just it's amazing and hypericum again i'm going to leave it up to you whether you carry a 30 or a 200 c because i find it useful it's kind of funny because people say oh, i just it's not working for me i they will have given a 200, it's not working for me, I don't know what to do, then I'll say drop down to a 30C, and then 30C will do the trick, likewise, they'll say, I've been using a 30C, it's not doing the trick, I'll say use a 200, or even a 30X, sometimes, you know, depending on the vitality of a person, then we'll drop down to a 30X, but, um, so I'll leave it up to you to carry a 30C or a 200C, um, I will say this is this is one of the remedies that I do like to have both of them on hand. But if I had to choose one, I really don't know. Um, cuz I usually have both potencies. But young healthy people, 200C is really nice to have on hand. And in an acute situation, an older person could probably read, uh, read a 200 as well. So it, again, it's up to you. And leadum, leadum is our number 9 remedy and leadum is our a remedy that goes hand in hand with hypericum it addresses insect bites and all kinds of poisonous animal bites, wounds. There's very often coldness to the limbs when and or the wound will feel cold. It's um, used in, in in the tetanus treatment because again, it treats the the puncture wound. and so leadum and hypericum alternating will take care of any tetanus situation. So, like I said, I can't say enough nice things about this remedy as well. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. Okay, and then we're going to move on, and I put, here's my number 10 remedy. I hope you're not all disappointed, but 10 is Nux Vomica. There's so, so many people that respond really, really well to Nux Vomica. It's, um, it's the remedy we give for, we call it the too much remedy. Um, too much alcohol, too much food or overeating. It's, um, if there's vomiting involved or they have indigestion because they've had too much food that doesn't agree with them, it it might not even be too much. It just might be the wrong kind of food. Um, there can be vomiting, there can be stomach problems, there can be bloating, there can be constipation or diarrhea. There can be any of those situations, but as long as, if there's been too much of something, it can be too much work, too much play, too much, um, stress, too much anything and they'll say, oh, I just feel like I have a hangover. Of course, little kids won't know what a hangover feels like, but they'll just say, mommy, I don't feel good. I'm tired, you know, and it can it can be like the flu. Next Nexvomic has actually been a very successful flu remedy when they just feel like they've just been overdoing it. And so that's when you're gonna remember this remedy. Um, I put down here, you know, oversensitive, when you're really exhausted and you've just been doing too much, People tend to get really high sensitivities. Like to, they'll be sensitive to light, or noise, or someone coming up behind them. They'll just it'll just make them jump because they're overly sensitive. This is a really good moment for Nux Vomica because they're just a, in an exhaustive state. So, um, that's my number ten remedy. Okay, guys. And so if you have these ten remedies on you, and this one I do suggest as well, a thirty C is a really good potency for Nux Vomica. Uh, I didn't mention Lidum, but I always suggest that people use Lidum in a 30C potency as well, simply because that is the potency that Compton Burnett suggested in the tetanus situation. Hypericum, he also suggested in a 30C potency for a tetanus situation. So again, that's you know maybe that will help you to decide which potency you want to carry for Hypericum. So just to recap those 10 remedies, uh, like I said, our members will actually have this printable with all my suggestions on here. But these 10 remedies are um, Aconitum, Apis, Arnica, Arsenicum, Belladonna, Cantharis, Cocculus, Hypericum, leadum, and Nux Vomica. And I put them all in 30C except possibly the Hypericum, Arsenicum, and Aconitum. Those you can decide between the 200 or the 30C. I do suggest the Aconite in a 200 Okay, so I would normally stop this podcast with that, but I'm gonna go on and i'm gonna tell you I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about what else I would suggest if you want to um, just have be a little more prepared for because what I have done i actually i listened to Doug Barry. <laughs> he's my marine uh, actually, I do know I don't know him personally, but I've met him several times. he's um a marine that teaches people how to take care of themselves in any situation. I just love it i i Actually, I like my grandson's to watch his videos. He's really good. So anyway, what I do suggest though is that you also Have eight more remedies on hand in your little first aid kit. Okay, so with this little first aid kit you would be able to take care of anyone and So yeah, I would also add (laughs) These eight remedies. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna call it We're gonna call it 11 and 12 and so on and so forth the 11th remedy that I would suggest is calendula. And when I say calendula, there's actually a calendula homeopathic remedy. And I also use calendula tincture, which we'll talk about in a moment. So calendula is excellent for helping the body to heal wounds and abrasions, even any type of situation where the skin has to grow back quickly, that you want it to grow back quickly, especially if there's been a burn or uh, like I said, a skin abrasion, like people, the kids, fall on skin their knees, you know, that can be so painful. Calendula is very, very helpful to regrow that skin effectively so that they don't scar. The 12th remedy that I would suggest is carbo veg. I actually had a hard time deciding, I actually had carbo veg in the top 10 list first because I love, love, love this remedy, especially if I'm hiking. This is a remedy I like to take in a 30x potency, but you can put it at a 30c. It's fantastic as well. So you can, um, I'll just say 30X or 30C, but I do like either potency. And Veg is great for weakness, cyanosis. Okay, someone has blue around their lips. Their fingernails are turning blue. If they're really ill, um, it's been a fantastic remedy for this last two years of illnesses that we've had because people tend to turn blue and they're not getting enough oxygen. This will take, this will take a baby's oxygen from 90 to 98 almost instantly. Um, it will... Persons who are having a hard time getting their oxygen levels up, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic remedy. Um, and I, I do like to use it in a lower potency. It's great for choking, um, cholera, especially if there's been like the diarrhea and the collapse, and heart failure, shock. I love veg. The 13th remedy that I would keep on hand is causticum. This one is, is great for internal or external burns or frostbite. If the caustic, because it's um, made from, you know, you ever... I remember one time a guy, uh, he sprinkled ashes. We used to take our ashes and sprinkle them on the driveway so that the ice wouldn't be as slippery for the cars. And oddly enough, when, when ashes get mixed with water, if it melts during the day, if it mixes with water, it becomes like it's, it's what we make lye out of. And so it can burn like crazy. And causticum is actually made from caustic potash. It's made from potassium potassium. Hmm. Okay, forget it. I'm not, I'm not, um, not going to be able to come up with that right off the top of my head. But it's, it's an amazing remedy for that. It's excellent for Meniere's disease, um, persons with vertigo. There's, there's so many wonderful uses for costicum. And so it's a good remedy to have on hand for those types of burns if, if you're traveling or for a first aid kit. The 14th remedy is Ipecac. And again, this in a 30C, it's, it's for acute asthma. Oh, also arsenicum was a really good asthma remedy as well. Um, But Ipecac is acute asthma spastic coughing with nausea and vomiting It's the type of vomiting that when they vomit they don't feel better Okay, so like for morning sickness. It's a really good remedy for that But it's also a really good remedy too for hemorrhaging of bright red blood Okay, the 15th remedy is Drumroll please (laughs) roostax And Roostox, I would say to carry in a 30X or a 30C. 30X is more for like the poison ivy. Um, You never want to give a high potency when you're treating poison ivy because Roostox is actually made from poison ivy and it very often is helpful to get rid of the symptoms of poison ivy. If Roostox doesn't work, we use anacardium. but Roostox is excellent for sprains and strains following arnica. And so it can be used, like I said, in either 30X or 30C potency very effectively graveolens is our 16th remedy. Um, and graveolens is the great ligament tendon remedy. And again, this follows arnica, or you can give them intercurrently. The fact is, if we look up here, we look our famous five, everything except Bryonia is in this list. graveolens 30C, I say 6C or 30C, because either one of those are really good potencies for the, the bone, bone injury. So like if somebody hits their shin really hard, I say that because I just did that down when I was in Florida. I hit my shin really hard and my whole leg went numb. Um, that's an excellent rudograph moment. Um, it's also good for fractures and sprains. And like I said, especially ligament and tendon insertion areas. So if someone um, breaks a, you know, um, they pull a tendon at the, the hip bone, it's a really good remedy for that. It's good for persons who have uh, carpal tunnel. Um, not that you're going to have that when you're traveling, but it's a really good remedy to have on hand for any type of sprain, strain, rolled ankle. Um, maybe tennis elbow. There you go, because you're you're playing too much tennis. <laughs> Our 17th remedy, symphytum. just in case there's a broken bone. This is the remedy we're going to look at. Fractures. Symphytum is comfrey. We know comfrey heals tends to heal broken bones well. 30C potency is excellent to have on hand. Also for eyeball blows. Um, sprains and bone avulsion as well and our 18th and final remedy here is that I'm going to talk about today is Eurydica urines and it's the first degree burn um, bites and hives so you know we have bites and hives we have letum and we have cantharis um, and so and even roostox can be used for like hives or things like that. And it's nice to have different remedies when, when something is extremely acute. It is If one thing isn't working, it's nice to have another remedy that might work really well for you. Also to, important to consider in your kit. So those are the remedies, the homeopathic remedies. And I'm just going to throw this out as far as different things to have in a small first aid kit to carry with you um, wherever you go. Like, you should have this kit in your car. You should have this kit in any, like, in all of your vehicles. And you can put it together quite reasonably. And you don't have to have a lot of everything, just, you know, a, a couple, three of everything in here, like for the bandages. And then um, the other items, just, you know, one of each or whatever. But it's very, you'll be surprised how often you will use this. The hardest part about having this kit on hand is that you tend to use, deplete it, and then you don't restock it. So the next time you need it, it's like, oh shoot, I can't believe I I didn't put more bandages in here. So that's one of the things to think about is um, if you're in a family, you can have one of your kids be responsible for restocking the first aid kit on occasion, right? Okay, I'll go through these items really, really quick. But like I said, they're just just items that I suggest you have on hand. I do have them listed here for everyone. vet wrap okay so like if you've heard of an ace bandage ace bandages are great to have on hand but for a first aid kit uh, i just like to use vet wrap and you can pick it up at any farm store you know they they wrap horse's legs with it and it's it's a one or two time use thing and i just love it i have it on hand so when my my grandkids twist their ankle i just give them the famous five remedies um which is arnica hypericum Brutagrav, Roostox, and Bryonia. And Bryonia is not on this list unfortunately <laughs> because it's um, it's more for swollen knees and things like that. It's a great um, it's a great remedy for injuries and flu but in a travel situation it's you're not probably going to use it as, quite as often as you would in you know um, at home for someone who is ill. okay. Um, but Vet Wrap, I just love this stuff. Uh, you you buy them; they're a couple three dollars a piece, and then you just like I said, it's a one or two time use thing. And you can wrap the, the leg, or you can use it to hold a splint on if you needed to. Vet Wrap is an ama- is amazing stuff. And then I also suggest like four by four gauze sheets. Have a couple three of those in your kit. Uh, rolled gauze in case there's a burn or something. And any time you always can um, dip the the gauze in your mixture of calendula and St. John's wort, which I have on this list, for burns. Um, and we do talk about burns somewhere in one of our podcasts. I'll see if I can find the link so that you can listen to that as well, because it's amazing how quickly burns will heal when you use calendula and St. John's wort. Because oddly enough, St. John's wort is actually hypericum t- tincture, and that really helps to get rid of the pain. Okay, I also suggest obviously medical adhesive tape for the gauze wounds. Uh, waterproof bandages. Um, I like, I just get a standard size, the one by three-quarter, you know, the one or, the one inch wide or the three-quarter inch wide standard bandages. I just, you know, usually carry just one size. Um, salve for the wounds. I like the Aramus first aid stick that we have in our store. I think it's still online, which is, but you can make your own too. It's just beeswax mixed with calendula infused olive oil and lavender. I think I think lavender is the only um, essential oil in there. I can't remember for sure. But I know lavender uh, lavenders in there as well. And then obviously, like I said, the two tinctures, calendula tincture and St. John's wort tincture. And I use a dropper full of each in a, approximately a quart of water, you know, or a bottle of water. And then you can moisten the gauze, and you can wrap any burn with that, and it'll take the pain away instantly. And you keep keep it wet. You keep that bottle of water, and you keep moistening that gauze to keep the burn wet and after it's been cleaned well and uh, it's just amazing how fast that wound will heal. I always like to carry lavender essential oil as well because it effectively kills bacteria in wounds and you can use it directly on the wound and underneath a bandage it'll help numb the, the wound the owie and it will help um, to kill the bacteria. Obviously I like the I like to have the first aid stick the Oremus first aid stick because it's got the beeswax in it and it's going to keep the bandage from sticking to the wound. But if I don't have that with me, lavender is excellent to at least keep it from getting infected. Also, it's kind of nice to have a small bottle of saline solution. Um, It's great for cleansing the eyes or other mucous membranes. And I, you know, you can, that little MI that we have in our store is MSM, which is um, a sulfur based saline. It's a it doesn't burn mucous membranes. It doesn't burn the eyes, and it's a really you can squeeze you can squeeze it to flush the eyeball very very easily. Uh, I also like to carry a little bottle of alcohol with me. I just put in a brown bottle and affix a a top that's not going to leak, and that's you don't want to use eyedroppers because eyedroppers will if it falls on its side the eyedropper will actually dissolve because the alcohol I use Everclear. Um, and it will actually dissolve that rubber stopper. So you just want to use a solid lid. And then alcohol you can use as a disinfectant. Um, and it's the local cure for external burns. You can actually put it externally on burns and it'll take the heat out. And it will actually pull that burn right out of the body. But it use, you can use it to disinfect the wound. You can use it to, which is a big owie. But um, it, if you're in a pinch, right? And then you can also use it to um, disinfect any knives or anything like that. I've actually had to cut flaps of skin off. <laughs> um, I actually carry a, a little um, first-aid kit with me. It's got a scalpel and stuff in it and I've used, like I said, I've used the scalpel to cut off uh, flaps of skin <laughs> and get rid of some, you know, debris and things like that. Scissors are always important to carry so that you can cut the gauze or whatever, you know, clothing away if you need to. And tweezers for pulling out splinters. Um, Moleskin. this is something we don't think of too often, but there's a product called moleskin, and it's, it's just like a real soft, it's soft on one side, and then it's, um, it sticks on the other side. And you can, if you get a, bl- a blister, or to keep yourself from getting blisters when you're hiking, you can actually take this moleskin. you can put it in the shoes before you get a blister, or if you get a blister, you can just put it right over, your, stick it to your skin, and it will keep your body, um, it'll keep the skin from getting um, worse. Or the blister from getting worse safety pins are always good to have on hand for emergency fixes okay oh I didn't say did I say Shugu I didn't do oh, it's the bottom and a flashlight just a small flashlight for emergency purposes is always it's very essential and you can if it's a, a, a low tone enough flashlight you can check some of these eyes you can check pupils for in case there's been a slip of fall head injuries you can look at their pupils that way just be very careful. it's not directly in the eyes just around them and then my favorite thing to carry all the time, and people laugh at me, my, my family just laughs at me because I, I swear I can fix anything with shoe goo or duct tape, but um, shoe goo is, you find it in, again, hardware stores. It's kind of in the um, like petroleum area, but Boy Scouts use this for obviously fixing your shoes because you can, it will repair any, any the soles falling off the bottom of your shoe. You put this on the in, in your shoe, push it together and then just let it, you know, fill in and it has to dry overnight. And the sole will be back on your shoe in the morning. It's amazing. I just use it for everything. Fix, I use it for fixing tents, everything. It's also great for starting fires. You can put a little glob of this on the end of a stick and you can put it down in your fire and it, it will light because it's a petroleum-based product. And you can start a fire even in the rain with shoe goo. I love this stuff. <laughs> oh, you should put matches on the list too, because that's going to do you a lot of good trying to start a fire without matches, right? <laughs> so matches or a lighter, because these are things that, um, and the funny thing is, is like, we'll be out doing something. And I'll say to my husband, I says, honey, do you have a lighter? Uh, no, uh, it's, you know, back in the truck or whatever. It's just amazing how often um, you need the simplest little things, you know, so anyway, it's nice to put them together in a kind of a, a first aid kit to, um, you know, to have it, like I say, in your vehicles. I don't carry this with me all the time, but I do have all of these items in like our camper and our vehicle and obviously here in the house, but it's in, you'll get, so you, you'll get, so you like being prepared, <laughs> you know, for any situation. I know i when, when I travel or when I'm at the cabin with my kids or whatever, I, I never panic because I always have what I need in this little tiny kit. And it, like I said, it don't, it doesn't take up much room. It's, but it's makes you feel good to have everything together. So there you have it, you guys, I'm calling this little podcast, the top 10 remedies. And like I said, we've got this printable in our members corner. Um, but I just, I just want you to feel a little more organized, you know, when it comes to going places and how to use things. And like I said, the, and and don't panic about potencies, give whatever potency you have on hand. And as far as how often to give it at first, if it's an acute situation, you can give it every two to three minutes, two to five minutes, and then just back off hourly or every six hours or every, you know, you know, day or every two days, depending on what the situation calls for, because there's really no rules as to how often to give a remedy. But it does, all of these remedies will help the body go in the direction of healing so much quicker than it would if it wasn't given a homeopathic remedy. All right, folks, with that, I'm going to let you go. May God bless you and yours.